Welcome to Wait, You Can Do That? A podcast where we learn what jobs are out there through fun interviews with fun people about their journey doing things to pay for stuff. We talk about where they started, where they've been, where they are now, and where they might want to be. We also have a few thought adventures along the way. Let's learn together. friends, it's time for that second part of our mini-sode from a couple weeks ago. If you missed the first part, I posed quite a few questions to help you narrow down what you need from your employer slash workplace, including the boring stuff like benefits requirements, paid time off, how to calculate what salary you need, as well as the more difficult questions like what culture you're looking for, what you need from your supervisor and your coworkers, how much equity you're hoping for from your employer, etc. We also had some great broad strokes questions from an article by S. Mitra Kalita that were just fabulous. If you're feeling lost on how to even begin thinking about what you need, um, please head back over to that one, listen to that first, and then meet us back here. For those of you that are ready to dive into determining the business is right for you, Let's get started. When you are conducting your job search, you'll notice that generalized benefits information is listed, for example, paid time off or PTO for short, or medical, dental, vision, life insurance, etc. But they will not list who the carriers are or how they determine financial contributions, etc. They won't always note that PTO is only available after your first year, for example. Dedication to employee engagement or how flexible the hours are might not be mentioned. You can do some research on the company in general by looking up customer, client reviews. You can look to see if there have been any articles on the company itself or the CEO. You can search on Indeed and Glassdoor maybe even Reddit, uh, for reviews from previous employees. But it is always great to make it to the interview and ask the person you're speaking with to speak on a few things to help you determine for yourself if it's the right place. No one will know better than you if you get a good or bad gut feeling from the interview. The first thing to look for is whether or not the interviewers offer you the floor at any point. Most interviewers will, but you may want to consider whether you felt like you were given time or if they budgeted enough time for your questions or any at all. I have had some interviewers just completely say, we'll, we'll get back to you without even giving me a time to ask some questions. So once you are given the floor, here are the questions that I would personally ask. So I would start with, I see in the posting for this role that your company offers benefits. Does the company cover the full cost of the medical benefits premium or is it a partial contribution? If they do say that it is a partial contribution, I would recommend asking what the contribution is as far as percentage or dollar amount and what is typical of their employee's contribution. Another great question to start with is, at what point do new employees become benefits eligible? Some companies offer it the day you onboard, other companies offer it after 60 or even 90 days. 
I also like to check in and say, who is the carrier? For example, United Healthcare, Aetna, Cigna, Blue Cross Blue Shield, my favorite, or Oscar, etc. This will help you determine if your care providers and specialists will be able to take them. If you know what type of plan you need, it would be important to also ask them if it is a PPO plan or if they have HSA options, etc. Whatever plan you need. The person that you are speaking to will likely not have that much information at hand, but should be able to email you later with more specific information. I've also learned to ask how frequently the benefits carrier changes. For some institutions, their insurance carrier rarely, if ever, changes, and for others, it may change every single year which can cause problems maintaining a relationship with your medical care team. If PTO is also listed in the job posting, also known as paid time off, my first PTO-related question would be, at what point do new employees begin to accrue PTO? Sometimes it might start at onboarding. Other times it may be after 90 days or even a full year. Another good one is at what rate does PTO accrue or is it a lump sum each year? How much notice is required for redeeming that PTO? Um, For some organizations, it may be 30 to 90 days in advance for that request. For others, you may be able to provide less notice. You never know. Another thing that I've learned to ask is, is there sick time available or is that expected to be taken from PTO? Sometimes they don't distinguish and honestly, that can get a little hairy sometimes here and there. I also like to ask um, if there are any other benefits or perks that were not listed in the job posting that this role or organization might offer. So, for example, um, employee resource groups, uh, free services that might be offered by the company, discounts at certain businesses, etc. I personally like to get those quote-unquote boring questions out of the way first and then dive into the deeper questions. So, what are the company or organization's core values? This one is usually covered before you get to take the floor, but it's always good to touch on it if the interviewer missed this one. Does the company perform employee pulse surveys or engagement assessments? They're basically employee review surveys. If they do, what have the results looked like recently? If they haven't, Are there plans to implement a survey of this nature? What are the steps being taken to address any issues that may have arisen out of these surveys? And what type of engagement is the company seeing? How does the company address fostering engagement in their employees in general? And for those of you that did not listen to that first part, we defined engagement as the enthusiastic involvement of interest in and care for one's role within the organization. I also like to then ask if there are any engagement initiatives that are in the works that may not have been implemented yet. I also like to ask how often reviews will be performed. And how is success in this particular role determined? How is success at the company determined in general is also a great question. It's important to also ask what the raise structure within the company or organization looks like. For some, it might be bonuses. Others, it might be percentage, uh, merit-based, open-ended, etc. How does the company recognize outstanding work 
In other words, employee wins on a smaller scale than regular reviews. How are employees celebrated as a body or overall group day to day? If you are at that point in your life where you're like, I want to keep moving and grooving, I'm trying to develop a career here, another great question to go ahead and start asking is, is there room for growth within the company? And if so, what type of development opportunities are there? Does the organization offer any continuing education reimbursements? And does the company sponsor trips to summits and conventions? Another thing that I like to go ahead and and pose is, can you tell me a little about your own journey with the company and organization? This flips it back to the interviewer and brings them directly into the conversation. To dig in a little bit deeper, I'll also ask, how long have you been with the company? Depending on how long they've been with the company, you might be able to determine that it's a good place to continue growing. I also like to ask what their favorite aspect of working there is. That typically sparks some joy in their face, or you might be able to tell that they're BSing. (laughs) It's also good to check in and say, like, are you in the same role that you started in? This could give you quite a good story regarding their journey. If you are speaking with the supervisor that you'll be working with or the person in charge of the team, so maybe you've been through a couple of interviews already and you're at that final one, a good question to ask this person might be, what are the goals for this team over time? Maybe please share at least two short-term goals and two long-term goals. And then also go ahead and check in. What challenges is this team facing at this time? How are you or your team planning to address these challenges? What challenges do you foresee your team facing in the next six months to a year? And what challenges do you foresee your team facing in the next three to five years? You can also flip these questions around to the company in general as well, and hopefully these will lead to some pretty sweet insights. It's also good to ask how often people have team meetings. I will say the last role that I was in, we would only have monthly team meetings and we seemed to just be in chaos. Um, And this company that I'm with now, we have weekly team meetings, and that seems to really support a lot of cohesion and improvement. So think about how frequently you want to be able to meet with your colleagues and your supervisors. Might also be good to go ahead and ask how frequently one-on-ones are performed as well. And then to go ahead and draw more out, it's always good to ask them what type of person they are looking for for this role and perhaps what personality would succeed in that role. You know, usually they've provided that information already. However, if they haven't, go ahead and ask it. It's a pretty typical question they should be prepped to receive, but always good to go ahead and mush that one in there. Now, if the interview is phone or virtual, but the role will be either hybrid or on-site, Definitely ask them what the work area looks like. Is it open concept? Are there common areas? Are there offices? Is there a floor hierarchy, etc.? If the role will be on site or hybrid and the interview is in person, go ahead and ask for a tour of the office and think about whether or not that environment will actually serve you well. If the role is virtual or hybrid, I would go ahead and say, how do employees and teams stay connected or engaged with each other? 
This one is actually a really good question for both on and off-site, but especially important for those virtual and hybrid roles. What systems are in place to foster that interconnectedness or collaboration across teams? What leadership style is celebrated and what type of leadership development is offered by the company, if any? Can you tell me one to two accomplishments or milestones that you and or your team have celebrated in the last year and how the company recognized it? The last question that is highly important to ask is what the timeline for their hiring is. Usually this leads to more information about the interview schedule, so how many steps to the interview process there might be, as well as information on how soon they would want to get you onboarded if you were to be the top candidate. The questions I just listed are fairly intense and extensive, so you may not have time for all of these or you may choose to pare them down and reframe or rephrase as appropriate to each situation, interview type, and length, and or company slash organization. This list of questions will be shared on our Patreon, so you can refer back to them as needed. We would love to hear your suggestions and recommendations, as well as any stories or amazing answers you've received to your favorite questions. Just a couple examples. Recently, I had an interview for a marketing company that supports nonprofits, so I believed in their mission, but... The interview process was honestly atrocious. The recruiter was 10 minutes late to a 15-minute interview. They were clearly reading off of a script, like fully monotone and not looking at the screen to see me. They barely commented on my answers. They never offered time for me to ask questions. And then mentioned that if I was a yes, I'd get a call within the hour and have to go to a group interview the following day at 8 o'clock a.m. and that there was no flexibility on scheduling the rest of the interview process. So I had to show up tomorrow at 8 a.m. or bust. Even though I knew I had aced that interview and was expecting that call and did get that call, the way the interview was led and the feeling I received from the whole situation made me think to myself, Oh, lady, you can call me all you want, but I will not answer that phone. On the other hand, where I am working now, I was able to speak directly with the two leaders I would be working under. And when they were faced with those questions about the challenges for their team and what goals they have for the future of their team, they A, engaged with the questions, and B, were fairly transparent and honest about what those challenges and goals were. For me, it is of utmost importance to feel considered as a contributing peer, even though there may be hierarchy, and this acknowledgement and honesty helped me feel valued before I was even offered the job. So of course, that is a significant contributor to how I ultimately decided to accept the offer. It is always important also to research the company and develop a question that is specific to that company that will also help you assess whether or not it is the right fit for you based on their response. Hashtag thank you Morgan Teal for that one. Sometimes an interviewer may not know the answer, but they should always offer to provide you with a follow-up email if they were not able to answer your questions directly. Per usual, there are always infinitely more questions that you can and or should seek answers for based on your specific needs, your values, 
what the job is, the company, etc. This list is a great starting point. However, if you haven't interviewed in a while, if you are just starting your employment journey, or if you're feeling like you haven't been digging in the way you want to during your interviews. The most key concept that I hope you take away from today's episode is that you are intrinsically valuable. Jobs are not gifts from companies, but job offers are from people to people, and that you have the right to turn offers down and to work to find a great fit for you. And you can do this by asking the questions that you want answers to, and they should answer them. If they're not answering them, or if you can see through their answers, there's your answer, right? Just remember to do what you need to do for you, boo, and be sure to listen to your gut. And don't forget to come back for the second part of our interview episode with Miss Morgan Teal. And again, if you didn't listen to that first part, there is an offer hidden in there at the very, very end. You have to listen to the whole thing to get it. But it's great. She's a coach and it's for her coaching. So grab some of that, especially if you're not sure what you need to do, where you're going in life, what career you need to head down. She's great with that. So listen to Miss Morgan Teal. She's the best. She's the ball. All right. Signing off for real. Okay, bye. This podcast is brought to you by yours truly, and it is 100% self-supported. So if you would like to support the making of this podcast, drop some money love, buy me a cup of coffee because you love it so much or just feel like sharing some coins, please head over to anchor.fm slash what you can do that slash support to set up a recurring donation of your choosing. You can also participate in our community for free by hitting up the at wait you can do that Instagram account. You can also visit us at our Patreon account at patreon.com slash wait you can do that and even unlock some extra bonus features by setting up a recurring donation of your choice on that platform. This podcast is my sandbox, and I invite you to join me in making it. So please send me your questions, suggestions, your hopes, dreams, what you've been learning about careers, what you need advice on, etc. We love to hear what you've been thinking. And by we, I mean me. This has been Wait, You Can Do That? I am Sarah Wingfield, your host. We wish you all a lovely week. Thank you for listening. Go craft your life in you style.